we'll get going here with episode five of Utah in the Weeds. The rest of the four episodes, if you haven't listened, uh, if you're listening to this right now and you haven't listened to the other four episodes, you can go to utahintheweeds.com. But I think it is time, Tim, for uh, us to introduce ourselves, especially for first-time listeners. I'll let you go first and give the website how people can get a hold of you and what you do. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm Tim Pickett. Man, it's been a few days. Uh, has it been a couple of weeks since we've recorded? I run a clinic downtown. I own and operate uh, utahmarijuana.org. That is really the best place to get a hold of me. Find me. Uh, you can definitely call the office, 801-851-5554. Uh, we do a lot of visits for uh, medical marijuana cards and evaluations. We do a ton of educating patients on how to use uh, medical marijuana safely. And that's kind of who I am right now. I'm just inundated and buried in medical cannabis in Utah, trying to keep my social distance. How about you, Chris? I host another podcast. I am Salt Lake. And this was just some crazy idea that I had to, to do a podcast talking about cannabis with Tim. And I am saltlake.com is the best place where you can go to listen to that podcast. That is a good podcast. I want to put a plug in for that podcast. How's that been going, Chris? Oh my God. Well, it's been interesting with the coronavirus. I was telling Mario this. I'm so used to doing all my interviews in person, right? I've been doing that for seven, eight years in person. And now with the social distancing, it's like I have to figure out how to do it this way. And so it's it's been a it's been a switch and a challenge, but I've actually enjoyed it because you don't know, I'm actually sitting here in my underwear. So <laughs> right. I've heard that a lot of shirts are being purchased, but nobody's buying any pants. <laughs> Or underwear. Yeah, right, um, right, Mario? Right. But uh, So, yeah, that's Mario. Mario, um, how do you pronounce It's Enriquez, right? Is that how you pronounce your last name? Yes, Mario Enriquez, yes. He is. Uh, he's a medical cannabis patient as well as the president of Utah Patients for Cannabis and Natural Choices. Uh, do you, What else do you do? Are you, you doing anything else uh, with cannabis? Well, to start off, we did my me and my group. We did help spearhead the the proposition to uh, collecting signatures alongside with Utah Patients Coalition. We held on numerous rallies at the Utah State Capitol. We were the first and only group to have a medical cannabis related float in any Fourth of July parade in the state of Utah, and that was in Magna City three years running. Hopefully, all this is over so we could get that going again for the fourth year. Uh, we've done a lot of first things in, in the state of Utah, man. And one of the one first things I'm actually proud to be about, proud of, I was the first patient in the state of Utah to buy medical cannabis. So I was the first, I was patient one here in the state of Utah to, to actually legally be able to do that. So that was really cool. I remember, I remember hearing, hearing about that actually. And then uh, I was going to ask you, I was like, well, what, what, I'm curious, what did you buy? What, 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 what did you? Well, <laughs> well, the first day they didn't have no flour or anything available. So I just picked up a couple cartridges. I mean, I, I'm cool with tinctures and stuff like that, but I got my own little thing going for me and, and, but I, I wanted to try the, the, the cartridges. So I picked up a sativa and an indica brand one and they're actually very tasty. Mario wanna approve. <laughs> nice. I want to back up, obviously, with finding out how you got introduced to cannabis and, and using it for, uh, for you know, started using it for medicine and stuff. But I'm curious. So that day, I want to talk a little bit more about this day since we're talking about, you know, you're, you're the first person to buy something at this cannabis pharmacy dispensary downtown Dragonfly. Yep. How did that make you feel? I'm curious, right? Somebody who, like you, you've been, you've been in this 
thing for a while, you know, trying to get it legal here in Utah, yeah. trying to fight the fight. And I'm sure you've run into problems. And I mean, you've been involved for quite a few years. So I'm curious now that you can actually walk in there and you're not a criminal, how do you feel? Well, the, I, to be honest with you, when I was up there at the counter, I was just picking, I was just like curious, looking at the product. And then they broke the news to me that I wasn't able to buy flour, just the cartridges. So I checked those out. And I've been to, I've been to pharmacies, dispensaries, whatever you want to call them. I've been to them. So I, I, I just was another experience at the counter for me. As I was turning around and walking out the door, now that's when it hit me. I got that moment, excuse my language real quick, but I was like, holy shit. I was the first patient in Utah, in Utah of all places, to literally just buy some THC products. And I, I, right when I walked out the door, I mean, I just got a huge reaction of che- tears and happiness and joy and just hugs and and everything from everybody. And it was there was no foul. Well, why him? Why him? You know what I mean? It was like, yes, that was the perfect guy for to be number one. It was it was the experience was. I still cannot find the right words to, of how happy and and that feeling I had inside. I mean, I walked out there and had a moment to myself and it was just, I felt, I took a deep breath. I, I felt like I could breathe a little bit. Like there was even a cop car just parked right around the corner from right there. And I mean, I was standing right there having this and I, I took a deep breath holding in my, my package and I felt relieved. I felt safe. I, you know what I mean. And and my goal is to make sure I want I want patients to feel that same relief that I felt. Of I am no longer a criminal. I am I am a. You will look at me as a patient. You know what I mean. You will look at me as such. Let's back up. I want to actually find out a little bit about your story, kind of how you got introduced to cannabis. You know, like let's go back. Uh, okay. How how far well, back do you want to go there? Well, I, I'm okay to talk about it because it's okay to talk yeah. about it. I, I did use it recreational as a young as a youngster. You know what I mean? It was obviously illegal sure. and stuff like that. I did start off as a young age using it and stuff like that. But I did find out at at a young age because I, I have what's called ocular albinism. I am an albino Mexican, so I, I I have a rare my condition is rare. I have what's called an astagmus, which makes my eyes move back and forth all the time. It causes constant eye pain all the time. Do you know what I mean? And I I don't take pills. I haven't taken pills for years. You know what I mean? I, I, I just don't do that even before. Well, I'll get into that. Hold on. I just don't take pills at all. So um, with my with my albinism, when I was around 17, 18 years old, I, I was still using cannabis. You know what I mean? But at that time, I was using it because I was in school and stuff like that. And, and I felt like it was giving me, keeping me calm making me focused and that's weird to say but i felt i i was that out of control kid in school so this was calming me down i was getting good grades you know what i mean i was on the wrestling team all kinds of stuff so you know i, I was doing good on this cannabis but as, as the age of 18 i was 18 years old is i stopped wearing my uh prescription glasses my eyes were just bouncing in and out of the prescription all the time so i stopped wearing prescription glasses well my migraine stopped so I was like, well, I'm still getting headaches. You know what I mean? I'm still feeling tension in my eyes. I'm still feeling this. And I'm smoking, but I was, I was, I felt like I wasn't doing it right. So I had stopped for a minute, started up again, and I learned to medicate myself at a younger age. When I was like 18, 19 years old, I started doing this. And I found something throughout the day that actually helps myself, help, helps me out. And then come in the, like, the, you know, when uh, Charlotte's Web came around, you know, rest in peace, Charlotte. 
But when all that stuff came around and the CBD craze came around here, around here, uh, around 2014, you know, when, when the law passed, it was, it introduced something into it. I, it opened up my eyes and my views of something else to where like, well, what's this? It made me want to learn about my cannabinoid system. It made me want to learn about THC, THCA, CBD, CBGs, all, uh, all the other 120 other things involved in the cannabis plant. You know what I mean? Up until that point, I was naive to stuff. So I just found something to, I found relief. I found something that, that doesn't hurt my eyes, that made me want to go out and collect signatures, register voters, put on these events, go to, go to these rallies, host these rallies, make my appearance known, you know, go to these 4th of July parades and everything like that. I would not be able to do that if I was not medicated at all. There's no way. That's pretty impressive. I mean, I think most people look at cannabis in Utah still, even, you know, for people at a young age, and they, they're going to say, you know, I don't, you know, we don't condone, uh, you know, medical marijuana use unless you get a compassionate use board approval. What, what, do you, what do you think about your use as a youngster? You know, what do you suggest or not that this is medical advice, but, you know, as somebody who grew up using it and somebody who was using it 18, 19 for medication, how do you view the Utah law now and how it's come about for youngsters? Well, honestly, I, I think it's a step forward. I mean, for, for, for them, for it to be used in, in, in a right way. Like I said, I did good when I was in school and I medicated before I was in school. I called it getting high back then, but now I know, I know the difference. I know better now it, as something that could have been introduced me. And I'm not saying give these guys, give these kids some THG products because a whole lot of them may not need something like that. We could start off with some CD, CBD products with them or whatever. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to start off with like something like that. But there is something else that can be offered to these kids, a safer, a safer natural alternative choice. You know what I mean? Other than what's out there. I'm curious. I've always been curious, like what uh, with your symptoms, like what is your favorite way to to consume cannabis, right? Like what works better, edibles? Do you, do you vape? I mean, or do you just kind of like it all or, or what helps you? Well, dry air vaporizers is where it's at with Utah state law. So Utah state, I mean, I'm, I, I got to, you know, I, that's where it's at right now. The dry air vaporizer actually seen is actually not that bad. The only thing, the only thing I can say about it is, is from smoking it, like I, you know, I'm not, I'm quit, I'm okay about talking about that. But, you know, when I used to smoke it, you could get a little bit more taste of the flavor and the more, more from the terpenes and stuff like that when you're smoking it from a bowl or a joint or something like that. And, and the taste from this, from the dryer vaporizer, I feel you're losing just a little bit of the terpene taste. You know what I mean? So, huh? That's kind of interesting because I think I tell, I think I tell patients the opposite. I try to convince people that it's going to be better. You're going to get the full, you're going to get the full flavor. But I can see how, I mean, people are used to smoking it. But it's interesting to hear people's uh, opinions about smoking versus the dry, uh, the dry flower vaporizer. Because, do would you agree from a medical standpoint, you're it's less harsh. Definitely the dry, the dry flower, the vape, you know, it's say 400 degrees is a lot less harsh on the lungs than the smoke. Don't you think? Oh, definitely. Definitely. De especially with some of the devices that are coming out with now. I mean, the cones are just amazing. You know what I mean? The, the stationary cones are just amazing that then they got the handheld sutras. They got, they have a lot of different kinds of brands out there right now. So I mean, they're just getting better and better. Hopefully, they could work something out with bringing in a little bit more of that taste with that that we that we all sure. know to come and love. You know what I mean? But 
it is what it is right now. And I think I think the medication part of, of what we're getting out of the plant and not putting into our lungs, because when you're smoking it, I mean, you're not supposed to be putting nothing like that in your lungs anyways. Sure. You know what I mean? And then even when I tell people like this, I mean, you are going to lose flavor from it because when you start, when you're burning something, you know what I mean? In a fire or anything like that, and it starts to burn like a pine cone or something like that. That smells good. You smell it burning. That's burning off something. So you are not getting that complete burning sense that, you know, sense of it. How has all this coronavirus uh, changed, like what you're doing day to day? From my perspective, I mean, I'm definitely trying to steer patients uh, more towards the oral, more towards the oral, like tinctures and edibles, um, the the gummies, or or what we call them gelatinous cubes here in Utah. And there there are not a lot of um, like uh, there's not a lot of pills yet. There will be this summer, but you know, what do you think about the risk of the virus and that with in- inhalation? Have you cut down, Mario? No, no, not at all. I mean, even even uh, to be honest with you, with everything going on and in, in not just my normal condition with something, you know, my rare condition or anything that I've been medicating with, but this has brought on a little bit of stress. This has brought on a little, you know what I mean? This has kind of got a little bit of worries. I do have a family. I have a daughter and everything like that. My wife and she works at a grocery store, you know, we, you know, so we're, we're, we're with the public a lot. So it does bring on quite a worry. So I feel myself medicating on top of medicating for different reasons. Do you know what I mean? I get people every day coming in. They're like, oh man, my anxiety is so bad. There's this pandemic. And then we have this earthquake on top of it you know, I've been using and I can't go to Wendover anymore. And now my anxiety is so bad and anxiety is not a qualifying condition. So we're trying to work people through it. And like with, with going and smoking with stuff like that, I mean, with people with, and they, there's, there's stuff that they're talking about it too. If you have lung conditions with it, whether it be asthma and stuff like that. Yeah. I'd kind of stay clear of it. You know what I mean? I'm not a doctor. You know what I mean? I only play one on a video game, Dr. Mario, but at the same time, I, I straight up, I mean, common sense, I would stay away from it. You know what I mean? If you're kind of feeling you're, you know, you're active, you're staying this and that, and you're, you want to stick to your normal routine because that's just what it is. Go ahead. But first sign of anything that, you know, you're not feeling well or anything like that, please cut back, stay safe, stay clean, stay green. That's it. You know what I mean? Mario, you got to visit the Logan, the new Logan uh, pharmacy up there, right? Yes, I did. I know a lot of people probably haven't been up there yet. That was actually pretty awesome, man. A perfect earth up in Logan opened up on uh, a couple of weeks ago now, right? Maybe 10 days? A couple of weeks ago, yeah. Yeah, I think it was uh, two weeks ago, actually, it opened up. And then their second location is going to be opening up in South Ogden on May 1st. Now, are they are they accepting letters up there? Do you know? Or are they just accepting uh, cards? No, they are accepting letters as well. You do have to go to perfectearthutah.com and register your letter so they could, because with everything going on right now, they do have to verify your letter with your doctor to make sure it's a legit doctor. You know what I mean? Because there are some letters that are going there that sometimes some of them are just written on a post-it. Now that ain't going to work. You know what I mean? We got to make sure that it's 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 cool with your doctor before you know you come in. So make sure you do that, and uh, your cards call in if you it's your first visit into the location. Call you could go to the perfectearthutah.com webpage and register your cards up there, uh, or not register your card. I'm sorry, make a free consult consult with the pharmacist. That way you have an appointment when you go there, so you're not just waiting in line for you know. So basically, the same process is what they've got at Dragonfly right now, right? I mean, you got to go on, you got to yeah. register. You basically have to get a place in line 
And sometimes that line in Salt Lake is three days long. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I remember when, right when all this went down, I, I went out there that first week and uh, I had waited out in my car for like 45 minutes to an hour. Oh, really? You know what I mean? And there, and, and there was people just coming in and, and just, it was all day, all day. What's the product like up there? I mean, they've got, they're, they're selling True North flour, right? They're growing their own. And yes. or they're, they're calling their brand Perfect Earth. Or do they have any other products other than like their own, but what they call vertically integrated products, you know, their own vapes, their own gelatinous tubes? Yes, they have cartridge. They have their, the, the cartridges, uh, the sublinguals, the tinctures. They also have the, the gelatinous cubes will be coming out at the end of the month. I mean, their flower selection is really good. I, I, I was able to pick up two brands of them. Still, the price is about fifty-five and eight up there. Yeah, give or take. I think I think it's like give or take five, maybe ten dollars on some products. They do have like a top shelf brand, you know, a top shelf price, a middle shelf price, and then a lower shelf price. So there is a three brands. I, I really did like that with with their selection. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So what are you doing? So what do you do next? But you know, that's kind of my. I mean, now you've been patient number one. You've kind of hit the you hit the jackpot. You're you're legal. But what's the next step? I mean, what are you? What's your next project? You know, this is one of my favorite questions lately, man. Because it's legal here in Utah, but our work is not done by a long shot. There are still existing condi- There are conditions that still need to be added to the list. There are things that patients want. We've been talking about, um, you know, the dryer vaporizer and stuff like that. But there are a lot of patients out there that are used to and familiar with and want to be still comfortable about using their medication the way they choose to. So they want to be able to ignite it. You know what I mean? There are certain things that want that we need to make our our a Utah Medical Cannabis Act better. So right now is the time for us to be getting together. I know it's I know with everything going on with the COVID thing, but at the same time, we can't push aside what, what's, what's going after the fact, the future, you know what I mean? We got to look to the future straight up and we got to make sure that, that things are being talked about. We're contacting our legislators, letting them know that, Hey, I know you're busy, this and that, but on top of this, this is what we're pushing for on the next Utah medical cannabis act. Contact UtahPatientsCoalition.com. Get a hold of uh, Desiree Hennessy over there. She's an amazing lady. Oh my gosh, she's big shout outs to her. But get in contact with her so she could take down your concerns. And those can be brought to the legislators and hopefully get brought to the next sessions next year in 2021. That way we could add more conditions, anxiety, you know, more things to, to that list. Our condition list right now, our, our qualifying condition list is actually pretty good it's, it's not bad you know what i mean it, there could be some things on there that we could have been added but compared to some other states ours ain't bad sure. you know what i mean it, like i said it could be better and it will get better nobody thought utah would be number two so right now we're, t- we're taking baby steps i hate telling patients this but patients be patient it will get better with time and you know i i know numerous patients that are benefiting from this that wasn't supposed to be seeing 2020 even 2019, you know what I mean? And here we are, they're joining gyms and having a life. Yeah, I see them every day. Now, Tim, are you still seeing, are you still seeing new patients? I mean, can people still see you to get uh, their their cards? I mean, with everything going on, is your, yeah. is your office still open and stuff? Because I've seen that like in Facebook groups, like wondering, hey, is QMP still available to see? That's and- one of the big questions my patients have. 
I know there's a couple of places that are closed right now, but, um, but we are open. I mean, we're, we, we stay open and we see, we're still seeing a lot of people. We have five providers that work with me now. Yeah, no kidding. And we saw a full, we saw a full load of people today with uh, conditions, qualifying conditions. We turned in some uh, compassionate use board petitions today. Uh, I've got another eight petitions to work on tonight after this. And we're, we've modified our system for sure. The social distancing uh, has made it uh, so that I'm not bringing people into the clinic. I'm doing not, not together, right? They're, they're coming in, uh, but I have my staff working from home. So I have just a provider in clinic and uh, we're doing, you know, if, if somebody is elderly or an at-risk individual, we will come to them. And do a face-to-face because the law requires still that face-to-face. So you cannot do a telemedicine visit. So these people still have to come and we're still, we're just working it out. We're not doing as many. Uh, We're not able to see as many people, but we're able to see the people who need to be seen. That's good. And should they go to like, do you have a website or should they, is there a phone number? Do they call in for their appointments beforehand? Cause they can't, I would assume with everything going yeah. on, just you're not doing walk-ins right now. So is there somewhere they can go for that? Yeah, we don't, we don't do walk-ins, but utahmarijuana.org.org uh, slash clinic. If you want to really get detailed, but you can go to utahmarijuana.org. Or you can call uh, call my office eight zero one eight five one five 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 four, and my I have uh, good staff. They will help you decide. I mean, they basically help people navigate through the whole EVS system. I have an EVS specialist, Mario. I mean, basically, I've hired somebody full time just to navigate the damn card system because it's so cumbersome. I mean, remember. Right. Yeah. I mean, to know, like go to tracking inbox, click patient, then go to your thing. I mean, it says I put, I put videos online about how to get your card at utahmarijuana.org because yeah, there's 42 clicks or something. I mean, it's insane. And you've got, you can't go from a mobile device. Yeah. So yeah, we're still doing it. We're still, in fact, I think since the, uh, since the dispensary in Wendover has closed, uh, the people who've canceled because of the virus, because they don't want to come, we filled up some of those appointments because the dispensary's closed. And my understanding is the black market's tightened up. Um, so it's hard to get product off the street. I wonder why is that? Because maybe all the, the they're getting sick, right? The, <laughs> the sellers are getting the, they're getting the Rona. I mean, they're getting the, they're getting the Rona, man. I mean, or, or it's just the Rona and not the chronic, you know? I mean, I did, I, it, what's kind of, um, I did get an update on something like this. I did hear about a lot of CBD hemp flour getting sold out there as and being represented as THC. So, yeah, I've been I've been hearing a lot about that, you know. So my understanding is the black market, because the borders are closed, it is so hard to get product to get illegal product into the state. Um, and really there's a market for it wherever it lives, you know, so it's not coming here and the prices have gone sky high. So it's just, it's easier to take your medical condition and go get a legitimate card and just go to the dispensary. Well, as at Mario Juana and Utah Patients for Cannabis and Natural Choices supports the Utah Medical Cannabis Act and doesn't condone no black market buying at all. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I mean, I definitely don't condone it either. The, the problem with the black market is like you said, you get hemp. 
you don't know what you're getting. You might get pesticides. You might get fungus. I mean, I, I am good friends with the Zion uh, grower, and he'll tell you the same thing. He's, he's like, I know what's in my product. I know what I grow. I know what it tests out at, and that's what you need. I see that people, it's expensive to come see a doctor. I understand that. I know it's out of pocket. You know, I, I mean, I get it. There's a, and a lot of people are out of work. So I know it's hard, but I, I agree. I think that it's worth the, it's worth paying for testing. Utah does a good job with the testing and making sure the product's legit. I mean, it's, it's like if you're going to go buy a dollar hammer, I mean, expect to get a dollar's worth of work out of the hammer. Not to say that it's not going to work, but it's not going to work for long. Do you know what I mean? It's not going to get it's not going to do the work that it was meant to do. So if you're going to if you're going to pay for that, I like to call it designer. You know what I mean? Some designer yeah. stuff. So go out, get, get, go, go get, if you're going to get that, it's it's a little will go a long way. Do you know what I mean? It, 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 it will. It does its job. You know it's clean, it's safe, it's gonna work. You know what I mean? So yeah, go go support Dragonfly, go support Perfect Earth, other dispens, other pharmacies. I'm sorry, the other pharmacies in in, in Utah will be opening up throughout the uh, throughout the year. I'm pretty sure with things going on right now, things are getting postponed. But you can follow numerous uh, cannabis ad- advocacy pages on Facebook. You know what I mean? And you'll be informed on when they're going to be open. We'll keep you informed of that for sure. Any big plans for 420, Mario, Monday? Well, I guess it's been 420 all month. <laughs> I know, right? Um, I got Actually, I've got some good news to announce. I did with all this work and stuff like that. I was able to actually land me a job at the Perfect, uh, the Perfect Earth Pharmacy. Are you going to go to South Ogden? Yeah, so I'll be working at the South Ogden uh, uh, location. But they're they're not going to be open on uh, the May first, so um, I'm going to go help out in Logan on 420 over there. I'm going to go spend my 420, you know, medicate myself before work, and then go out to work and 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 go go do go. Oh my gosh, man, go do what I best miss, do best is help patients find relief, man. Because I honestly I miss these events i miss i can't believe we're gonna miss utah can you know what i mean that's sad but it's not it's not canceled it's just postponed so that you know what i mean um i just i i miss i miss the patients i miss the people i miss setting up my booth i miss all that stuff so i'm excited to get in there and see some familiar faces and help patients pick out that right product just for them yeah 420 is going to be a big day for us we're we're bringing in uh we're going to try to see as many people as we can. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. So just real quick, just know that, know that if you're going to be using the letters, you have to stick with one pharmacy. You can't use them at one at multiple pharmacies. And it's better to get your card before the end of the year because the letter, your affirmative defense letter is only good until the end of 2020. So come January 1st, you will have to get your medical cannabis card anyways. Yeah. So to, so to be clear, to just to repeat what you just said, your letter is only good at the dispensary you first registered it at. If you have an actual card from the state of Utah, you can go to any dispensary. But if you registered your letter at Dragonfly, you cannot go to True North or the Perfect Earth dispensary and use that letter. You have to change it into an official card, which means if you didn't get an official card, if you still need a QMP, you need to go out and find one. 
Go to Tim, and if Tim is too far out of the way, go to Utah. Go to the UtahDepartmentofHealth.com uh, webpage. You can follow Utah Patients for Cannabis and Natural Choices. We post it up there. We help patients all the time. Find the closest QMP to their location. We're not trying to help out just one in, in one in particular place. No, no, no disrespect, Tim, but we just try to. We're just trying to make sure that we're finding the perfect location. Yep, there's plenty of patients that need help. I would say in Ogden, I'd go see Doctor Anden, Corey Anden. I mean. She's really involved, although I, th- I think she's got a lot of people up there. But any any other questions here for Mario, or should we let him get going? I mean, anything else you guys want to talk about? Any new things going on in the world of cannabis that uh, needs to get brought to our attention? Or I do got one thing real quick. I'm going to do a little shout out real fast. So I'm gonna. It's for it's for Salt Lake City. Yeah, it's Salt Lake City new cannabis magazine that's going to be hitting the scenes. Uh, they're going to do a little comic strip in the in the one of the pages inside the magazine about me, marijuana patient one. So that's going to be pretty cool. It's going to start off by, you know, working with the, you know, starting off at collecting signatures, all kinds of stuff, working into the backstory of me and just every other every month. It's a new four little little thing of a comic strip of marijuana. So stay tuned for that in the Salt Lake City magazine. What about you, Tim? Anything else you got? Uh, you're staying busy over there, uh, seeing patients, and you know, yeah, we're trying to stay busy, see patients. Um, we're trying to do as much uh, information as we can. The state is states helping us with some information and education. We're we're looking at trying to figure out what type of education materials the dispensaries can legally uh, produce and what type of events they can put on. Uh, we're helping them develop that. And uh, really, it's just a matter of trying to stay safe and stay busy, I think, for a lot of people. Right, Chris? Absolutely. It's uh, staying safe is the insane, you know, because you don't know what's going to happen next. One day you got an earthquake and the next day you got, you know, it's like, what's going on here? You know, when's when's the frogs going to start coming out of the sky, right? You know, it's going to start raining frogs and now, Mario, how can people – you have a Facebook group too. Let's get everybody connected to uh, the Facebook group for Utah Patients uh, for Cannabis and Natural Choices as well. So, I mean, I I, I, pretty, I don't know how this does, but we could share a link or whatever like that. But Utah Patients for Cannabis and Natural Choices on Facebook, yes. But with the word cannabis in there, Facebook does kind of filter set out. So it is kind of hard to follow it in there. Um, you could look me up, Mario Enriquez, and uh, send me one. And hell, I'll personally, you know, invite you to the group and stuff like that. You can also follow follow me on um, Instagram at medicalmariowana.com, medical underscore marijuana. We we help you keep up to date on all everything medical cannabis, cannabis, and natural choices related. Anything, you know what I mean? So. Anyway, I'll let you guys go and enjoy your evening. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast. And if, you, if you're if you interested to be a guest on it, reach out to Tim or myself and uh, let us know why you feel you should come on the podcast and share your story, I guess. So anything else, you guys, before we end it? Stay safe, stay clean, stay green.